Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. Uh, Matthew chapter 16, we're going to begin reading uh, in verse 13, a very, very popular passage of Scripture, uh, and, and it's going to help support what I feel like the Lord is saying to the church this year. Verse 13, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And so they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, he said, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ. That means the anointed one, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my Father who is in heaven, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I want you to go over quickly to Joshua chapter one, and this will also help uh, support the subject matter of which I'm uh, going to be preaching from today, Joshua chapter one and verse one, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, rise up. Everybody shout, rise up. Shout it like you got the Holy Ghost. Rise up, go over this Jordan, you and all the all this people to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel, and every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. Verse 5, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. And as I was with Moses, so I shall be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to your fathers to give them. Only be strong and be courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it from the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, everybody shout then, then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage and do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I'm going to start a series today that I feel is prophetically speaking to the church of 2021 called Rise Up. Called Rise Up. And uh, I feel like the Lord is speaking. It's time for the church to rise up in the name of Jesus. And uh, and let me just, this is not a disclaimer, but I, I want to say this, um, that I, 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 you know, sometimes you just wish God would give a message to somebody else. Let them preach it, Lord. But you got to understand with an anointing and an authority, God says, no, 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 I've given you a message. 
So, so I'm here today to, to, to speak a message that is going to liberate some of you in a powerful way. It's going to set you free in some powerful ways. And so it's time for the church to rise up in Jesus' name. Now let's pray today. Let's bow our heads and ask for God's blessing. Those of you watching, I want you to do the same with me. Now, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you today that this is the day that you have made. We thank you today, Lord, that we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Lord, that we are here, Lord, that we have the opportunity to hear the word of God from heaven. Now, Lord, we thank you that your word will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you send it to do. Now, God, you have spoken to me. You woke me up in your glory this morning. And Lord, I thank you for that. So I know, Lord, that this is a, this is a word that you desire to speak to the church. Now, God, I pray today, let it be done according to your perfect will on earth as it is in heaven. Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Break off everything that the enemy has tried to put on your people. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, let there be a powerful anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage and breaks every chain of hell. I bind up every mindset that opposes itself against the knowledge of God this morning. And I loose the kingdom of God in this place in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I loose the rivers of God. And Lord, I call forth heaven on earth in this house right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray, look upon my availability and not my ability today. And Lord, I pray, let a prophetic utterance be given unto me in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray, let every eye be open, let every ear be open, let every heart be sensitive to the move of the Spirit. Father, I pray, let the anointing go across the airwaves right now. Lord, the people that are in their homes, Lord, many have been bound down, many have been locked up, and many, Lord, have been shackled by the enemy. But I decree and declare the anointing of heaven on them right now that'll set the captive free, that'll restore sight to the blind. I decree and declare right now, let the voice of the Lord follow them right now, God. And as your voice falls, I know your power will do so as well in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I thank you for this today. We give you praise and we give you glory for what you're about to do. And Father, I thank you right now that you are a way maker. You are a promise keeper. Now, Father, I pray through this message, let the church rise up in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I want you to lift your hands right now and say, in Jesus' name, church, rise up. In Jesus' name, church, rise up. In Jesus' name, church, rise up. Shout amen and give the Lord a praise right now. You may be seated in the presence of God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You can bring the house lights up, brother. Praise God. Church, God is ready to do something in 2021. I want you to know that this is not a regular year. I was in prayer this morning. I felt like the Holy Spirit said, tell the church that this is a time like never before, a day like never before, that I am drawing a line. I am drawing a line in the kingdom of God, for I know whose hearts are sold after me, and I know whose hearts are not. 
I know whose hearts are compelled and committed to me, and I know whose hearts are not. And he said, tell them today, if their hearts are, are halfway, that this is a day that I have opened up for redemption. And this is a day that I have opened up to restore them. And this is a day that I've opened up to forgive them. And I have called them back to a place of committal to me in Jesus' name. But you've got to understand, it's time for the church to rise up. God is ready to do a big thing in the earth. He's ready to come on the scene and show the world that he is the one and only true God. Before him, there is no other. And beside him, there is no other. All throughout scripture, when God was ready, I want you to hear this. If you don't hear nothing else, but you're going to hear everything. But I'm saying if you don't hear nothing else, hear this. All throughout scripture, when God was ready to do something big in the earth, he caused, that, that, that really caused every person to sit around and gasp and maybe even to lose their breath and wonder how did this happen? Every single time he first called a person or a group of people that would allow them or allow him to raise them up. He called a person or a group of people that would allow him to raise them up. I alluded to this in last week's message, but every, every attack last year was to try to rob your faith. But not only rob your faith, but as I have an illustration for you this morning, it was not just only to rob your faith, but it was to pile on more weight and trash to keep the children of God from rising up. You can tell me I'm right in a little while because the Holy Ghost said it and I know he's right. But I'm telling you, as the, as the year of 2020 began to come to an end, you felt like the weight got more heavier. You felt like there was something being put on your chest, and at times you felt like, my God, I can't even breathe. I can't even walk and do what God has called me to do. I can't even walk in the path of God because I feel weighed down. I feel like somebody has dumped a truckload of trash on me. Can I tell you, that was the intent of the enemy. But God is here with a greater anointing than the intent of the enemy. And it is an anointing to liberate and rise up the people of God. God is going to use this series. So don't, you listen, some of you came to church today, you're like, bless God, I'm going to go to church this year. And you did the same thing last year and you went two Sundays and you quit. Don't do that this year. Don't do that. Listen to me. God is going to use this series of messages to throw off the weight and the deception that the enemy threw on you last year. Because it's time for the church to rise up so God can manifest his glory in the earth. Hallelujah. You see, last year during 2020, there was a lot of things that was thrown on the people of God. There was all kinds of stuff. I'm telling you, everybody felt it. You ain't by yourself. Everybody felt it. Everybody felt the attacks. Everybody felt the pulling. Everybody felt the weight that was being thrown on you. We knew that the enemy was at work. We knew that he was trying to divide the nation, but much more he's trying to divide the house of God. We knew we could see what he was doing, but it was weighing you down. Pastor, why are you saying that? Because today as I begin to preach, in a little while, you're going to think that I'm trying to throw more trash on you. But I came to tell you, I'm not here to throw
throw trash on you. Because see, when you're buried in the bottom of a trash pile, sometimes when somebody's trying to take the trash off of you, it sounds like and feels like somebody's trying to put more trash on you. But I came to tell you, I'm not here to put more trash on you. I'm here to take the trash off of you. I'm here to liberate you. And I'm pile some stuff off of you today. Ah, hallelujah. And as we were as we were walking through 2020, we could see there was a, a lot of deception. There was a lot of isolation. There was a lot of lies, injustice, lost fear. There was a lot of unfaithfulness, unrighteousness. There was a lot of things like poverty. There was things coming against racism. There was things coming against people, loneliness. There was all kinds of stuff coming against people trying to keep you from walking in the call of God. And if you, and if you began to really focus on this stuff, what you found is that it began to pull you back from being who God had really called you to be because you can't walk in faith and fear at the same time. You can't walk in deception and be a disciple at the same time. And God said, stand up, son of man, this morning with the fire in your mouth and the anointing on your shoulders and liberate my people and call them forth today for it is time for the church to rise up. Pastor, why are you doing this today? You see, I'm unpiling some stuff. I'm going to pile some stuff today. I'm going to pull some stuff. I'm going to pull some stuff away today. I'm going to pull some deception off. Now, while I'm doing it, it's going to feel like I'm kicking you. It's going to feel like I'm putting some stuff on you. But you got to know, I ain't putting nothing on you. I'm liberating you in the power of God. Because as you walk through the trash pile last year, there's some stuff that came and began to get locked on you. There's some stuff that began to hold you down. But see, I'm here pulling stuff off of you. You want to know why? Because there's somebody that's sitting in the trash pile that I got to get out of here this morning. And so I don't care what the devil says. And I don't care what the media says. And I don't even care what any other church says. I see you buried and I'm going to liberate you in the power of the Holy Ghost. There were some of you so isolated last year isolated my God isolated trash piled on top of you fear piled on top of you my God you there were listen all kinds of unrighteousness being thrown at you there was all kinds of you were lonely frustrated my God I'm frustrated Nobody coming and liberating the people of God. And so somebody stands up this morning. I gave you this illustration. This ain't my whole sermon. I gave you this illustration this morning. So you won't throw rocks at me, but you'll throw a rope for somebody else so that you'll see that there's somebody else in the trash pile that's got to be liberated by the power of God. And we're here to liberate them in the name of Jesus. That's what I'm here to do today. So don't confuse what's happening here. I ain't throwing trash on you. I'm getting the trash off of you. Hallelujah. I'm getting it off of you. You don't even realize that it's happened. The church don't even realize how deceived. The church don't even realize the lies that they have begun to adopt as truth. The church don't even realize how they have embraced a secular form of Christianity and Christ. 
God's saying, liberate the church, son of man. I've given you the fire in your lips, the anointing on your back. Liberate the church. Let them rise up. You see, church, in 2 Chronicles 16, the Bible says that the eyes of the Lord, they roam to and fro, seeking whom he can show himself strong through, right? But what many people don't realize is that when God said this, he didn't say this as a compliment to the children of Israel. He was rebuking Asa. You want to know why he was rebuking Asa? He was rebuking Asa because Asa had chosen to lean on the Syrian army instead of leaning on the power of God. He had chosen to say, I'm going to team up with the army of Syria instead of calling on the name of the Lord. Can I tell you where the Church of America is as a whole? We are leaning on things that we cannot stand on, but we should lean on the Spirit of God. And God, through the prophet, asked Asa this. He asked him a question. He said, Asa, were the Ethiopians and the, and the Lubim not a huge army? He said, but because you trusted in me, did I not deliver them out of your hand or deliver them into your hands? He said, that's when he says, my eyes are constantly going throughout the earth, seeing whom I can show myself strong through. Who will have the audacity to trust in the Lord right now? Who will stand up against popular opinion and say, say what you want, but as for me and my house, we're going to serve the living God. I feel the Lord would have me to ask you a few questions today before we get into the sermon. I feel the Lord having me ask you some questions like, was I not enough to provide for you in your greatest time of need? Was I not enough to protect you when it seemed like everything was against you? Was I not enough to heal you and restore your health to normal? Was I not enough to cause the judge to rule in your favor when he shouldn't have? Was I not enough when your child was about to be born and the doctor said it ain't looking good? Was I not enough when you messed up and your marriage was over but you humbled yourself and I changed the hearts of both of you and you're still together? Was I not enough when your kid messed up and was on their way for hell and you cried out to me and I saved them and now they serve me? Was I not enough when you were bound by addictions and drugs and rebellion and I broke through your life and raised you up in my power and I raised you up in my name and I cleansed you and I blessed you? Was I not enough? Yes, I, the Lord, am enough and even more. But my people have given themselves over to wisdom of the wisdom of man, the doctrines of demons and deceiving spirits. Yet even now, if my people would put away these deceptions and fully embrace my kingdom, I will move among them in such a way that the earth has yet to witness. 
Yet even now, if my people will seek my voice in my direction, like they seek the media's voice in their own direction, I would make them a symbol and a representation of righteousness and blessing in the earth. Yeah, even now if my people would repent and listen to my prophets and humble themselves, I will bring about a deliverance from evil and heal your land. Arise, church, from the ashes. Arise from your deceptions. Arise from your pride and gird your your waist with the belt of truth. And put on the helmet of salvation. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Shod your feet with the gospel of peace. Take up the shield of faith and arm yourselves with the sword of the spirit. And pray in the Holy Ghost and our God will show up. If you believe it, give him praise in this place right now. He said, I'll be your victory in the time of battle. I'll be your peace in a time of unrest. I'll be your joy in the midst of sadness. I'll be your light in darkness. I'll be your provision in the midst of lack. I'll be your protection in the face of danger. I will be your healing to your bodies. I'll be that person. I'll be that person. Why do you continue to look to others. Why do you continue to look to others for your wisdom, for your direction? Why do you look to others for your guidance? Is he not enough? And if he ain't, make your decision today. Those of you in YouTube land, those of you in Facebook land, is he not enough? Which side are you on? These are some deceptions. I felt like the Lord said these are some deceptions that my church as a whole has given themselves over to that are hindering them from rising up in my name and my power. Again, I'm not throwing trash on you. I'm taking it off of you. I'm taking it, I'm taking it off of you. I'm pulling it off of you so you can rise up. You can't rise up with all this stuff on you, man. Number one, let me talk about this deception for a minute. Hallelujah. Well, Let me say it in a way that it's not a deception and it'll give you the way that it is a deception. The church is not the problem. It is the answer. The the church is not the problem. The church is the answer. What are you talking about the church, pastor? It's It's from the Greek word ecclesia. This word is a compound of two segments, ek, which is out of, and a verb, which is kaleo, signifying to call. It literally means to call out of and assemble together. It literally means to call out of and assemble together. 
When Jesus said, I will build my church, he said, I will build the ecclesia, the ones who are called out of and assembled together. This is who he's talking about. He said, you have a promise. I'll build you. And the gates of hell and anything that it releases, i.e. coronavirus, i.e. racism, i.e. religion, i.e. frustration, will not prevail against you, but you have to be called out and assembled together. The church, this ain't, the church ain't the problem. Y'all forgive my passion. I'm not angry. I'm passionate. (laughs) In other words, God is saying this is the church, the ones who have been called out of and assembled together. Pastor, won't you make it a little more clear? Who said that? Okay, thank you. Somebody lift your hand so I can. Let's give Jesus praise. Come on, let's give Jesus praise. Five, four, three, two. One. Can I just say what everybody else wants to say? The church ain't the only place you can track COVID. I said the church ain't the only place you can track COVID. I'm talking to you out there, Facebook land, YouTube land. The church is not the problem. The church is the answer. Well, you know, you can't, we can go everywhere else. Go to Walmart, 5,000 people done went through the same cashier. She done touched everybody else's stuff, touched your stuff, but all of a sudden it's okay. But I can't go to church because if I go to church, I might get COVID. The devil is a liar. If I was to go anywhere else, it would be the church of Jesus Christ right now. And let everything else fall right now. I'm kicking this deception off of you today because it was placed on you. And you want to know why you believe the church is the problem? Because the media and the government told you the church was the problem. But I came to tell you what the word of the Lord says. And the Bible says, it shall stand. The word shall stand forever. My God. This ain't a problem. Don't look at the church like it's the problem. The church is not the problem, it is the answer. We're the only ones with the answer. Can't track COVID in the restaurant. Can't track COVID at the job. Can't track COVID at the old crazy family reunion. But my God, we're going to track COVID to the church. I'm telling you, I ain't drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm not going to believe it. I'm going to accept the word of the Lord. And I'm telling you, I'm going to stand in the power of God. He said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but thy word shall always remain. He said, the grass shall wither and the flower shall fade, but the word of the Lord shall remain forever. I choose to stand on the word of the living God. You didn't hear Holy Ghost preachers telling you that COVID was, you got to stay away from the church. You didn't hear prophets telling you to stay away from the church. You heard the media and you believed it, church. Did they die for you? Have they raised you up? Did they rescue you? Did they see about 
got your child when everybody else gave up? It's time for the church to rise up. Think about this, man. How many people, and I'm not throwing nothing on, I ain't condemning them again. I did this whole illustration so that you'll see Man, I ain't kicking nobody while they're down. I'm trying to liberate you. I'm trying to get the trash off of you. Think about how many people, listen, this time last year, this time last year now, would have fought you over the church. But it's been a year almost, and they have not even darkened the doors of a church. I'm sorry. I, listen, I'm sorry. I know there's many different conditions. I know there's many different situations. And I'm not trying to sit up here as some hard head, ignorant person that don't know what's going on. I'm just telling you, in this last day and time, you better get on the word of God. And you better stand on the word of God because you don't have nothing else to stand on, man. They're trying to kill you. trying to kill you, man. There are some people, man, I I know some people that if we took Wednesday night off, I got a phone call. (laughs) Pastor, I got to come to church. What's your problem? What's going on down there? (laughs) Listen, man, we just took Wednesday night off. We'll be there Sunday. (laughs) Amen. I love people that way. I love people hungry to come to church and hungry for the presence of God. I know some people, they went on vacation one weekend and we, for some reason, we was off that Wednesday. They they was like, man, I feel like I ain't been to church in a month. Now watch this. And somebody whispered to them, you going to die. And fear fell on them. I, I, I know, I wish God would have told somebody else to preach this. I wish so. He didn't though. He told me to come and say it. He said, I'll be firing your mouth today, son. And I'm going to burn up some shaft and I'm going to burn up some wheat and I'm going to let some silver and gold remain. And everything that can be shaken will be shaken so that that which can't be shaken shall remain in my house. time church to rise up man well pastor you don't know what I, you don't understand what we're facing you listen I'm not tr- again I gotta stand before God I gotta say what he told me to say it's up between you and God to work it out now number two second deception that's fallen on the church or I'm gonna say it like this and then it, it reveals the deception just like I did number one divine healing is still available and still from God said it, divine healing is available and it is still from God. Divine healing was paid for on the cross 
at the same time your salvation was paid for. And if people who call on the name of the Lord will not be saved anymore, then you can X out divine healing. But the last time I checked, it didn't matter what your history was. It didn't matter what your color was. It didn't matter what your nationality was. It didn't matter if you were rich, broke, or had a little something in your pocket. If you called on the name of the Lord, you were saved. Well, so forth. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed and ask that from the Lord, you shall be healed. I'll preach it till I die it's amazing to me to see how many people began believing something different can I massage this for a minute the government and the media told you Okay, there's a virus in the land. I'm not, I'm not saying there ain't one. We see people getting sick from it. I'm not saying that. But all of a sudden, people took that word and said there ain't no healing now. Well, let me tell you something. Who, who said the covenant of God don't stand no more? Are you, do you really think you can ex the covenant of God? Just because there's a sickness in the land does not mean healing don't exist. Come on, give the Lord praise if you, if you believe. Just because there's a sickness in the land don't mean healing don't exist. What you must understand, church, is that divine healing is as much as a part of the covenant of salvation. If God can break his covenant with salvation, then he can break his covenant with healing. But he's not broken his covenant, nor will he ever break his covenant, for he is a covenant-keeping God. The Bible says in Exodus 15, I am Jehovah Raphi. I am the God that heals thee. The Bible says in Isaiah 53 that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Malachi 4.2 says but you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall rise with healing in his wings. And Matthew 15 says they brought a great multitude, lame, blind, mute, and maimed, and many others and they laid them down at the feet of Jesus and he healed them all. Acts chapter 3 and verse 6, 7. Peter said, silver and gold I have none, but what I have I give unto thee. Rise up in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And the lame man stood up on his feet and began to walk for the first time in his whole life. Who told you healing was over? You didn't hear it from me. I'm going to kick this devil so far, and as I'm telling you, when I, when I get done today, he's going to have shoe leather, leather in his mouth, because I'm telling you, the church has to rise up. Church has to rise up. Divine healing is still for today. And if you say, Pastor, I just don't like that, well, I'm telling you, I ain't giving on it. I'm not, I'm not budging. 
If they're sick, we will anoint their heads with oil. We will pray the prayer of faith and the Lord will raise them up. If they need healing, we will continue to pray for people. We will continue to have healing lines. We're going to continue to do all of it. And if they say, well, pastor, I ain't going up in there. Well, that's fine. That is your business. That is your prerogative and that is your opinion. But as for me in this house right here, we're going to say it. The Lord said it. We're going to walk in it. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to talk it. I'm going to preach it. I don't have nothing else to stand on because when I was sinking in everything that I thought was mine, God came beside me and raised me up on a firm foundation and he took me out of some stuff and he said, believe on my word and I shall establish you. Believe my prophets and I will cause you to prosper. It's time for the church to rise up. Rise up in the power of God. Rise up in the Holy Ghost. I'm not asking you to be prideful. I'm not asking you to be arrogant and boastful. There ain't none of that. None of that belongs in the kingdom of God. I'm asking you to stand on the word. Hallelujah. Got people won't, won't touch church, but go out and work. I mean, work every day. And Well, well pastor, work's essential. Uh, oh, okay. Now we at the heart of the matter. Now I'm at the heart of the matter. I wanted to get there. I just need to keep on massaging something. Now we're at the heart of the matter. Pastor, this is a priority. I know. Number three, let me tell you, life was given by Jesus and it was given more abundantly. So the deception that the church has believed and the deception that the church has given into is that we're all down, we're all going down a toilet bowl right now, going around, just hang on, we're going to find, somehow we're going to find out. Uh, no, 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 life was given by Jesus Christ and it was given more abundantly. Let me tell you something, the life Christ gave me is not a life just to barely get by. I was barely getting by without him. How dare you be a son or a child or a daughter of the most high God and say, well, I just want to barely get by. Who told you that? It didn't come from Jesus. First John 4, 5, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors through him who has loved us. Second Corinthians says, you know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor, so that through his poverty you might become rich. John 1, oh, I felt the religious spirit then. Uh, John 1, 4 and 5, in him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness could not overcome it. John 6, 35, and Jesus said to him, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst again. Colossians 1, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things and in him all things exist church the one we serve the one who died for us Jesus Christ he is the source of life yes, he, is. Amen. 
He has not given you a life full of fear. So if you have it, it didn't come from him. He has not given you, listen, he has not given you a life full of strife. So if you have it, it didn't come from him. He has not given you a life full of worry. So if you have it, it didn't come from him. He did not give you a life full of sorrow, full of hate, full of depression, full of division, full of deception, full of addictions, full of bondages, full of doubt, full of anger, full of resentment, full of poverty, full of rejection. He didn't give it to you. If you have it, it didn't come from him. It came from the thief. And the thief cometh but to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and that you may have it even more abundantly. The price that was paid for life and life more abundantly was a high price. Listen to what Jesus said. He said, because I live, you may live also. What a powerful verse. You know what that tells me? That tells me that, that my life is flowing from his life. <laughs> and if you can destroy him, you can destroy me. Well, pastor, hold on one second. You know, the flesh is going to die. I ain't talking about in the flesh. See, that's why so many people are scared right now. You think this is your final home. You think this is all you got. Have you forgotten about heaven? I'm telling you, most folk want to stay here. Most people want to stay here. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm, I, it would take me an hour to just lay out some of the blessings that God has given me. Finances, everything. I'm talking about I don't want for nothing, man. Nothing. And I give God glory for that. But I'm looking forward to a day. I'm looking forward to a day where I can go through those pearly gates and walk the streets of gold. I'm looking for a day where I will be able to bow and see the Savior that died for me while I was yet a sinner. I didn't care about him. I didn't want him. I didn't love him, but he loved me. I can love because he loved me first. I ain't trying to hold on to this world for it is perishing and the things thereof are perishing with it. I'm looking forward to the day where I can see my Savior's face. Yes, sir. That's what I'm looking forward to. Hallelujah. I got one chance on this earth and I refuse to live it in fear. Come what may. The worst this world can do for me is the best that can happen to me. 
give him praise if you believe the worst this world can do to me is the best that can happen to me. What happened to this mindset in the church? You remember some of you used to sing about it. You know some of you watching used to sing about heaven. Now you're doing everything in your life to try to stay on the earth. Have you not read the scripture that they love their life not unto death? I know this ain't popular preaching. I know it's not. It's called fully surrendering to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. The price he paid for my life or for me to have life flowing from his life was a high price. The last time I checked, Jesus wasn't just trying to get by. The last time I checked, Jesus wasn't worried and depressed. The last time I checked, Jesus was not walking around angry and frustrated. Allow his life to flow into your life. Because I live, you can live also, man. Because I live, you can live also. Your life is flowing from Jesus' life. Listen, church. If you think I'm up here kicking people in the mouth while they're down, you have missed this thing, man. If I'm up here condemning people right now, I, listen, I'm I'm the most in despair of all men. Man, I'm not kicking you. I'm getting the trash off of you. How in the world are you ever going to go out and preach the, preach the gospel if you're called to preach the gospel to thousands and millions and, 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 and lead a big revival? How are you ever going to do it while division is in your life? While you hate somebody of a different color? How are you ever going to do it being deceived? How are you ever going to do it? How you're called to preach to millions. You're called to raise up an arm. How are you ever going to do it scared to leave your home? Tell me. I need to hear the answer. More so tell God. He wants to hear your response. Church. God has not changed. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If anything has changed, it's us, man. But I hear the Holy Ghost saying, Come back. Come back. You know, one of the first, and then I'm done, stay with me. One of the first things that, one of the first things that left me when I was born again, I didn't even know it happened, was the fear of death. 
I thought I was like crazy or something. Because, you know, when you're away from Christ, that's all you think about is dying and going to hell. I know you don't want to tell nobody, but it's the truth. You don't want to lay your head down at night because you're like, man, I might not wake up in the morning. I know I ain't right. Even the eternity has been placed in the heart of an atheist. He might not admit it, but it's there. But one of the things that left me was the fear of death. Hallelujah. Pastor, you're talking crap. I'm telling you, if you if you put this recording in 95% of the churches today, they'd tell me I'm a madman. It's just the pure gospel. That's all this is that you hear me preaching is the pure gospel. Pastor, prove it. He who does he who comes after me must deny himself. Yes, and everything else. And take up his cross and come and follow me. There it is. The pure gospel of Jesus Christ. Church, it's time to rise up. But you can't rise up with all this on you. For some reason, the church of the 21st century thinks that God is a God of mixture. He's not a God of mixture. Can I be real with you? Can I get like 20 people to lift your hands and say, Pastor, be real? Okay, I got a bunch of folk. Okay. Because I know what, I, what I'm about to say to some people. Like, you shouldn't say that now, Scott. And, and, I, and I agree with you, but let me just bring it so you can understand it and then we're done. salad out of chicken poop. That's an old job site saying we had. We used to roof houses and somebody messed it up. That's what we would say. What are you trying to say? I'm saying it really don't matter how much you mix all this with God. At the end of the day, it tastes terrible. it up how you want. Throw some sugar in it. But it tastes terrible. And it's not pure. God is ready to do something so big in the earth right now. And all he's looking for. He's not, man, I'm telling you, looking for perfect people. I just preached about it. He's looking for imperfect people that'll put their hands in the hands of a perfect God. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for people that'll just say, I'm going to get the mixture out. I'm going to stop doing all this, God. I know this ain't right. I can't sit around here and drink every night and then come in here and lift my hands and think you're going to be this all day. I can't sit here and smoke blunts every day and then come in here and act like I'm all this. I can't sit here and do all this. I can't be racist and then come in here and act like I love people in the house of God because I can't, I can't mix it. Tastes good. It ain't right. God is saying, listen, just rise up, church. 
just rise up. I'll give you the power. I'll give you the grace. I'll give you the anointing. I'll, I'll cause people not to be able to stand before you even. All you have to do is rise up and believe on me. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, I did my best to be obedient to you. And I pray that the enemy would not be able to use any of my words to condemn people. I pray the enemy would not be able to use any of my words to, to, to push people down. But God, I, you know how I, I wrestled with you. You know how I wrestled with you because there's some people, Lord, they're just now barely getting to the place that they're wanting to come out of their house and then here you deliver this word but God I'd rather lay my head down tonight and be at peace with you than to turn around and be at unrest with you I've delivered your word to the best of my ability so God I pray produce the fruit for your kingdom one plants one waters but you give the increase God you give the increase Lord, I'm looking to you for the increase. I'm looking to you to do it, God. I'm looking to you to set your people free. God, I can't set these people free. I couldn't, I couldn't set myself free. I'm looking to you to do it, Lord. I'm looking to you to raise the church up as they allow you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the dear people that are watching. I know, Lord, the words that you've had me speak today have stepped on them some too. But God, I pray in your own way you will show them that it was from you. Father, in the name of Jesus, let every work of the enemy be destroyed now. For this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest. Let all the weight fall off. Let all the deception fall off. Let all the chains break now. Let every person be restored to right fellowship with you, Holy Spirit. God, we're sorry for bringing a mixture. We're sorry for allowing the mixture to come. Lord, today, let a, let a, let a purifying worship or let a pure worship come from the house of God. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for that right now. Bow your heads all over this place. Those of you watching, I want you to do the same. If you're away from God, you know, you've you just been living in sin. Listen, I'm telling you, there was a lot of things that drew people away last year. I'm not just talking about away from the church. I'm talking about away from Christ. trying to carry the weight the bondage the deception the doubt here it is first Sunday of 2021 and you're sitting at home and you know or maybe you're sitting in here and you know man something's empty it ain't like it was that's the Holy Ghost calling you that's the Holy Ghost speaking to you I'm about to I'm about to ask for people in this place in this auditorium to commit or recommit their lives to Christ but I'm asking you at home too I'm asking for you to make a fresh commitment to the Lord so that he can use you in the last days to do something big for him man what if you only have two more years 
if it's only two more years before Jesus comes back? What do you do? You really want to sit in your house, scared to leave? You had two years to do something big for God. Really? Jesus is coming back. We got to be ready. We got to be about our Father's business. So across this building, those of you at home, if you say, Pastor, pray for me. I need to commit or recommit my life to Christ when I count to three. I want you to lift your hand. I don't want you to be ashamed. This is a serious moment. This is a serious moment. The first Sunday of 2021, what better time for you to say, God, I'm committing everything to you today. Are you ready on the count of three? One, two, three. Lift your hands right now. I see your hand. I see your hand. Right now, come on, just lift them up. I see your hand, ma'am. See those two kids' hands. I see your hand over there, sir. I see your hands in the back back there. Come on, just keep them lifted right now. Lord, I'm just committing it all to you. I see your hand back over here, ma'am. Praise God. I'm committing everything to you, God. I don't want a mixture no more. I don't want a mixture anymore. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. Now, right now, everyone stand in this place. Those of you at home, I'm about to give you the same opportunity. I'm about to give you the same opportunity right now to make a fresh commitment to the Lord or maybe commit for the first time. My whole prayer since Friday is, Holy Ghost, please let me deliver this word the way you want it delivered. Get my flesh out of the way. Get my opinions out of the way. I don't want nothing but you speaking, Holy Ghost. So I pray you received it in the pure form that it was that I delivered it today to the best of my ability. But every one of you that lifted your hands, no matter how young you are, no matter how old you are, every one of you that lifted your hands in just a moment, I'm going to count to three, and I want you to get out of your seat, and I want you to come. And I don't want you to be ashamed. You hear me now. There's a line being drawn, in the, and it's being drawn in the world, and it's being drawn in the kingdom of God. And I'm telling you, the Lord looks at the heart of a man. He does not look out the outside. He knows who belongs to him. He knows who are his. He said, my sheep know my voice and they'll follow no other. And so right now, if you lifted your hand or you didn't and you needed to, when I say three, you get out of your seat and you come right down here and stand and don't you be ashamed. One, two, three, right now. Come on in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Many of you, many of you uh, lifted your hands. Come on. In the name of Jesus, come right down here and stand. Come on. Come on. The Lord's calling you today. Come on, church. Give a shout to the Lord in this house. We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.